Hi everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. You're here with me, Samrin, today, and we are going to be looking back at Bayern's game against Augsburg. So, let's start with a look at the lineups, as we always do. Bayern started with Neuer in goal, a back four of Pava, Tongi Nianzu, De Upamecano, and Omar Richards. That one caught me a little bit by surprise. We had Kimmich and Goretzka in midfield, Zane, Muller, Gnabry, the front, uh, the front three behind Lewandowski. Augsburg started with Gikovic in goal, with Iago, Reese Oxford, uh, Gia Levu, and Gumni in the back four. Uh, Ruben Vargas, who I'm a fan of, um, with Arna Meyer, who I'm also a fan of, with Nicholas Dorsch and Daniel Caligiri in front of the back four, and Nita Lechner and Andre Hahn in a front two. Who plays a 4 4 2 these days? But anyway, so there's not much to <laughs> really say about the first half, except probably my own worries about just whether we were ever going to score a goal from open play like ever again the xg in the first half was something like 0.4 and and uh was 0.4 combined between the two sides i think so just a couple of notes from the first half nianzu looked rusty he's played more often than not lately um yulian nagelsmann has been handing him a lot of game time and it's not looking great. There were a couple of really obvious mistakes that were not helpful. Upamecano did not look the sharpest either. Omar Richards sometimes looked shaky on the ball. But I think for as far as defending was concerned, he did his job just fine. Uh, Gnabry and Zane were not at their best. Sometimes virtually invisible. Uh, Leon Goretzka did not... Uh, did not have a great first half. I think maybe Joshua Kimmich was probably the only exception. He he had a good game. He I thought he had a get, great game all around. In the second half, Julian Nagelsmann made some changes. He brought in Muziala, which was really the spark that may have led to this win. He brought on Alfonso Davies as the half went on, and he brought on Marcel Sabitzer, and I thought all three substitutions were great decisions on the day. So, in the second half, Muziala's fleet-footed awareness, fleet-footedness and his awareness and just his ability to play like a hybrid between a 10 and a winger and an 8. My God, Muziala can play everything. That kind of sparked something. And Bayern had far more chances. They looked far better. They looked more creative, and uh, they, this eventually led to the handball by Reese Oxford, which led to Bayern's goal. A couple notes on Reese Oxford. He had a bad foul on Lewandowski in the first half that went unnoticed. Another one he got a yellow card for. I don't think he should have been on the pitch in the second half. Um, he was very, very aggressive, which is fine as long as you're walking that thin line between sending off and doing it legally and I think today Reese Oxford should have been sent off in the first half if if not midway through the second um I thought Gnabry and Zane had pretty poor games and 
right now, as for much of this season, Kingsley Coman has been Bayern's only consistent winger. I can't blame Zane as much, though, compared to Gnabry, because we know that Julian Nagelsmann does not play him on his favorite side. And honestly, it is a little bit difficult playing with Pava behind you because Pava offers absolutely nothing going forward. Um, it just... I don't even really know how to describe this performance because there were those sharp moments in the second half. I thought Kimmich was very good. Kimmich did something that Schweinsteiger used to do, which is just like try try to shoot as often as you can from outside the box today, and he almost scored. Rafael Gikovic had a great game um, for Augsburg in goal, denying uh, Kimmich and denying Lewandowski as well. But just, just going back... It, <sighs> Our wingers have not exactly lit up the pitch. I don't. I want Gnabry to stay. I think he is he very lethal. His his shooting is excellent on his day. He can stay in a club. He's a big game player. He always shows up in the big ones. But I just don't know if he warrants an extension with Muller, Neuer, and Lewandowski also up for extensions because this was just. I don't know like it was just a very frustrating half of football the first half to watch and even the second half was not the greatest of performances and we've been saying this a lot of us BFWers have been saying this for a very long time that the offense does not pass the eye test I don't even know how I can use logic to explain that but they, they it either felt like they were too many cooks in in the D-box. It felt like pe- people were just like kind of bombarding each other. Before going into the Villarreal game, the offenses seemed to be clicking. But even that Freiburg game... So I, I look at goals as two types of mistakes. One is obvious mistakes. The others are less obvious mistakes. So less obvious mistakes would be like sort of like the one that Bayern conceded against Villarreal. Muziala did not track the runner into the box. I think it was Lo Celso. And that led to a range of a broad range of movements that led to Villarreal's first goal. Okay. I mean, Villarreal did only score one. Probably should have scored more. Morena's probably thinking about that shot from, from the line when Neuer was out of his goal. But anyway... So the other types of mistakes are more obvious ones. Defender slips in the box. You have a one-on-one with the goalkeeper. Goalkeeper spills it right in front of you. You have a chance at an open net. The mistakes that Freiburg made last week were obvious mistakes. They were not the not-so-obvious type of positional errors. And Bayern profited immensely from that. You can say that, well, after all, opposition players force others um, into mistakes. But I don't really think... There's there's unforced error and then there's error, like in tennis. And I think Freiburg's errors in that game were unforced errors. And that game had made me doubt coming into the VRL game if this offense was really ticking. Yeah, Bayern scored four goals in that match. Impressive as always. Freiburg has a pretty good back line. But 
there were doubts and that Virial game showed some of those doubts and today against Augsburg remember that yes Bayern did score it was off a penalty and we still stand at 180 minutes or so with no goals from open play and how often do you say this about Bayern since the Hansi Flick days you really don't it's not a great situation there will always be um the fact that, well, Bayern has an important Champions League game coming up. They did not need to go full throttle. They they played the bare minimum to make sure that everyone is fit. But yeah, form is something else too. Like, if you do not build up your form, then you're likely to suffer. And I don't know how much of the fact that we haven't scored in 180 minutes in open play will weigh on everyone's minds. But this was not a great performance. Freiburg was not a great performance. Like, yes, we scored four goals. And on any day, I understand that on any day that we score four goals, we should be very satisfied with the team's performance. But when you watch Bayern regularly, you can tell when something is off. And something was off in that Freiburg game. And something was really off in the Villarreal game. Yes, there was the rustiness with Goretzka having just come back with Davies being thrown into the lineup for the first time in four months in an important Champions League game. But even today, I thought Davies was very sharp defensively. I did not think he has regained his sharpness offensively. And that's okay. He is just coming back. But that the same thing cannot be said of our wingers. Coman being the only exception. And the same thing cannot be said of our very ridiculously flimsy backline. Like Nagelsmann's big, one big thing was fix the defense. And I don't know if our defending is really much better than the flaked is. I would rather not defend if every single second we look like we're about to concede um, and take a more gung-ho approach to the game. It's just, I don't know... Upamecano, Nianzu, Nianzu does probably need a loan, and I understand that he hasn't played much, but it's it it sets up a very interesting game on Tuesday because I don't think today happened. I don't think the narrow game today was because Bayern did not go at a hundred and fifty percent. It really was down to form Bayern's not in great form right now and I don't know how Tuesday will go but today was not a great reflection granted all this being said Augsburg did win the reverse fixture against Bayern number one number two I thought Augsburg's defense had a very good game Dorsch had a very very good game you know point to prove he was captain of Bayern under 23 and Augsburg has looked solid in general lately. They won two of their last three, I think. They beat Mainz in midweek. So credit to Augsburg for doing well. They did not offer that much going forward. And when they did, apparently Bayern had some trouble dealing with it. So we won. You know, sometimes you have to win ugly. Um, I will take an ugly win on Tuesday, however it comes. But I am not very confident going into that. Virial game. This something is a little bit off, and um, for all I know, we might. I might be really, really wrong, and we might be just fine. But 
the performances right now don't guarantee much confidence. Anyway, that's it from me, Samrin here. Uh, as you know, we always love your feedback and appreciate all the support. Be sure to stay tuned to Bavarian Podcast Works for all of your up-to-date coverage on Bayern Munich and Germany. Follow us on Twitter at Bavarian FB Works, at Jefferson Fenner, at The Barrel Blog, at Tommy Adams 71 at BFWN, and more. You can always find Schnitzel on the blog if you want to reach out. And um, other than that, I enjoy the rest of your day. Um, take the win. And... Uh, We'll just now uh, look forward to Tuesday. Thank you.